Welcome to Burning Daylight, the only podcast for the working cowboy. Well, howdy there, Daylight Burners. Happy Monday. Uh, hope you had a good week. Uh, sorry I didn't put out much anything last week. Uh, we had, uh, between the holiday and everything, and then uh, a bunch of sick people. Like, everybody got sick, it seemed like. My, my sister-in-law uh, was, like, the week, um, like, leading up to Thanksgiving week. She got kind of feeling puny. <clears throat> and, uh, and then my wife got to feeling kind of puny. And then my little boy... And then me, and then my little girl, and um, yeah, so we spent basically all of that um, Thanksgiving break that the, that they had. You know, um, if you work a real job, uh, you'll know that uh, you don't get the week of Thanksgiving off. You, if you work a normal job, you get Thanksgiving off, and and probably a three day weekend. Um, if you work with animals you just work with animals i guess <clears throat> and um but that's uh that's the name of the game i guess so my what are you gonna do um you're gonna bitch about it that's what you do that's all you can do so um have fun with it while you while you bitch about it um <clears throat> i did i technically did not miss any work uh, or I, I did not miss a day of work. I, I went home early a couple days, um, but I didn't. I didn't ever miss work. But I, I was running uh, just enough of a fever to make you feel like hell and get the chills real bad. Um, but also, like not not the deep enough chills to where where you can bundle up a whole bunch and. Uh, <coughs> You know, but if you bundled up too much, then you were really, really sweating. But that, you know, sweating out a fever is good. So anyway, it sucked. I'm not worth a shit when I got a fever. So uh, I ducked out as soon as I could uh, when, when I was running a, a temperature and, you know, tried to get as much shit done as I could before I passed it off to somebody else. But anyway, it was, uh, it wasn't that fun of a week, to tell you the truth. I mean, it wasn't bad. It could always be worse, um, but it wasn't all that. It wasn't all that fun, I guess. You know, it just you know, it was busy and, and you felt tired and shitty, kind of all all. And we didn't do because of that. We kind of canceled our our big Thanksgiving dinner and uh, just there no. See, this is how like normal people before you know. Before the, the, the Roni and Trump and everything broke people's brains, you know, people used to act like this, you know, like, hey, <sighs> like, I, I'm, like, devastated that we are not going to do our Thanksgiving dinner. Um, you know, it fucking sucks. We've been looking, you know, it's like you look forward to that all year. Uh, Thanksgiving's a big deal, and, and I like Thanksgiving. I'm not a big big on holidays in general. Um, but I, I really like Thanksgiving a lot. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah. And my wife and, and my sister-in-law and like it was, it was shaping up to be like a pretty big thing. And I was not particularly looking forward to it because you know how the women get when people are coming over and they're making, they're coordinating a big meal and whatnot. And, uh, they get a little on edge and then, all of a sudden that like just none of that came to fruition. You're just like, well, shit, that kind of sucks. But what are you going to do? Like, oh, or you could just roll on through and, uh, get everybody else sick and, uh, and spread that on to how, you know, cause we had people coming in from out of town and it's, uh, <coughs> 
it was one of the risks that we took when we we went back to uh to my dad's place for for thanksgiving during you know in 2020 during the middle of the rona um but in this case where like then then we didn't know um if we had it or not we were just going nobody my my wife kind of got sick uh going down there but it <coughs> i don't know if it was the rona or not because she got rona after that um before so who knows um but like there it, it there wasn't a thought of like the sickness cuz nobody was sick at the time we were just like we're going and then like kind of on the way my wife started feeling kind of shitty and then we're like well I mean, we're not turning back now because we already we're more than halfway i believe and uh <coughs> and then so like this year we we already knew we were sick and the other girls uh other part of our you know our clan here in town had already uh on the other side of this deal but there was other people coming in from out of town so like yeah we're, you don't you don't get other people sick, so you just like it sucks, and you cancel it like that. That's how people used to think, as far as I can remember. We never really stopped thinking like that around here, uh, and you know, with with my family, you know, and um, and everything. That's that's just kind of common sense, kind of prevails, I guess, uh, for the most part, and uh, and it seemed like it, it sure used to. And I hate to sound like a, a you know, back in my day, but I, I like literally, like right before the the pandemic, that that should have been like a commonplace thing, and it kind of kind of was that you just like, oh, if you're sick, stay home or don't don't throw the party, cancel the party if you were planning one when when you get sick, so you don't just get a whole bunch of other people sick. You know, that was it was pretty common sense, but then we had to be told to not, you know get people sick and you know the whole uh yeah the whole shit show that commenced after that um anyhow i it was all uh it was um i guess long story short it was uh it was not a fun week in particular but that being said there was a uh there was a lot to be thankful for and uh it's been a pretty pretty good year considering and <coughs> and I, I know I do a lot of a lot of bitching about the state of the world and uh a lot of doom and gloom sometimes. I try not to sound like that, but I just kinda call it as I see it. Um and I don't know, it's just it's one of those one of those things where I, uh, you know, it, 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 I try not to be a, a downer on, on the outlook on the world, but it, it's hard not to be sometimes. But then when you, when you really step back and like turn off like all the current events and, and the news and what, what they're trying to get Trump on this time and, uh, um, and on all of that and just like focus in on what happened you know, in, in your, in internally. And, uh, and a lot of times you're like, Hey, that's been, been a pretty all right year, you know? Um, just, uh, you know, go ahead and embrace that. And, uh, just know that there's, there's a bunch of shit to be thankful for. Um, first and foremost, um, I'm thankful for my wife and my two kids. They are, uh, they're awesome. Uh, Kid, having kids is uh, just so wild. Just wild watching how little bitty version of yourself, <clears throat> but not exactly like you. They're very, they're very similar, but not not exactly the same. And um, it, it's it's really, really just fascinating. And and I don't know that. that once you have kids, I know everybody, it's real cliches. Like you don't know until you have kids, but like you hit a different level of love when, once, uh, once you see those little fuckers. And, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I sure, I'm sure happy and thankful for mine. You know, my, my wife is a, is a really, really brilliant woman. Um, 
and uh, hilarious, and, and and just she's 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 kind of a hottie too. So um, that that always helps as well. But she she is really really a good woman. Puts up a lot of bullshit for me, and uh, I appreciate that, and I'm thankful for it. Uh, second of all, uh, of all, I am thankful for <coughs> what I do to make a living. Like I I I get to. I get to claim the the title of cowboy um and, and do not a whole lot of uh the real sure sure enough like hard cowboy uh shit like I don't have to go uh pull cows off uh, off the mountain I don't have to <clears throat> you know I don't have to to cab out uh, in, in the middle of February, but I do got to go ride through them, uh, in, in feedlot pins. So, I mean, I get, a I get a lot of the non-glamorous part of cowboy life, but I, it is, it is cowboy life nonetheless. And, uh, and I, I, I really enjoy what I do. Um, there's stuff that there's times where I'd, I'd rather be outside in the open and, uh, and, and, and doing that shit. But also I know what that pays and um what uh, the gig I got now pays better so I can I can go help people do that uh on my free time um and I'm fine with that so either way it's uh it's a good gig and I'm really thankful for it my boss treats me really well the company treats me really well and uh I in, in turn try to do the best job that I can do cuz uh I understand it's a pretty sweet gig and uh that's <laughs> the beauty of the free market is uh, I'm always trying to do as little as I can for as much money as possible. And uh, the company's always trying to get as much from me for as little as possible. And it's all part of the game. And once you find a happy balance, you, uh, you know, life is pretty good. And sometimes that doesn't work, uh, work out. Sometimes there's, there's companies that don't, don't find that balance and and uh and sometimes there there are companies that do but then they can't pay you and uh you know and so thomas i think it's thomas soul the the black economist uh that said there there are no solutions in life there's only trade-offs uh, he's uh and he was saying that from a an economic standpoint but um but also just to mean to mean it as uh is kind of a just a rule of thumb for for everything in life. There are <coughs> there are no solutions. There's only trade-offs, and as one of the things with uh, you know feedlots, you get a you get a little steadier um, steadier paycheck. You get a little better paycheck for the most part uh, with the benefits and whatnot. But you get the the least glamorous part of uh, of cowboy life. <coughs> And, uh, you know, on the ranch stuff, you get the, the most, uh, glamorous part of cowboy life, riding, riding the range, um, you know, that, that whole deal, just the, the traditional view of cowboy life. But the trade-off is you don't pay all that well <coughs> for the most part. And for the most part, it can't pay very well because if it, if it did, then, then the home place would go out of business and, uh. Yeah, so by necessity, it just it can't. And uh, trade-offs, trade-offs, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think that's a that's a very wise statement by by Thomas uh, Soul. So, anyways, I, I'm very thankful for this gig that I've got here uh, in in Smith Valley, Nevada. I I really enjoy this community. I'm very thankful for to live. In, in in a community like this but and i will always live in a community like this whether it's in nevada or kansas or, or uh, colorado um <clears throat> you know montana wherever wherever i end up it'll be in a in a community like this one way or another and and like this i mean very small very rural and and salt of the earth type people that <clears throat> that are uh they're good neighbors you know they mind their business until it's time not to, you know, and, uh, and when it's time not to, you, you lend a hand, everybody lends a hand and, and you just, 
you mind your business and you keep a good community. You help your neighbors and, uh, and, but also by helping your neighbors, you keep your fence tight. You know, it's, it's still, uh, Robert Frost, good fences make good neighbors. And (coughs) I, it's, it's the kind of community I was, uh, I was raised in. And, uh, I've had plenty of chances to, to live in, you know, like I, I had plenty of job offers up, uh, up and down the front range of, I wouldn't say offers, but oppor- job opportunities. Um, and, but that meant living in a, in a more urban type setting. And that wasn't for me. I, uh, I just never could see myself. And, uh, you know, after, after college, I just, I, I could never, could never see myself in that, that type of situation. And, uh, and I've never, never looked back. I've, <laughs> when I, when I left Fort Collins, I, I went back to south of Walsh, Colorado, Walsh being about maybe, maybe 500 people in the town and the mailing district all, all, all told maybe 500 moved up to big sandy montana after that that was maybe 500 people probably the same about the same size as walsh moved back to lahana colorado which is slightly bigger um but i don't know maybe maybe twenty thousand, maybe i don't know i I can't remember and ulysses kansas that's about i don't know seven eight thousand maybe Syracuse was fifteen hundred about, and here's about fifteen hundred. So that that's that's kind of that's my speed. That's what I like. <laughs> I like going to to see people in the city every now and then. I like what the city has to offer, but I don't I don't want to live there. It's a pretty cool place to go visit, and there's a lot of cool people that that live there. Um. Uh, the key word is lot and people like there's some you know a lot of cool people but still a lot of people you could drop the cool <coughs> and just yeah leave it at that there's a lot of people and um and i don't do well with a lot of people um for extended periods of time i, I do all right uh at a big show or something but and I and I do all right visiting the city for for a weekend or so, but much more than that, I get a little claustrophobic, and uh, gotta gotta start seeing some sunsets, you know, sunrises, sunsets, and not as many people. <coughs> the the folks across the street that bought the the lot across the street from us, lot being like five acres. Uh, they're slowly but surely building on it, but coming out of out of California, and um, I waved at them. And I like waving at people. I really do. I'm really. Th- I'm also thankful to live in this community because I wave at people as you go down the road. I waved at the neighbor. Really wishing that I didn't have to wave at him. Cause I wished he wasn't there. Nothing against the guy. I just <clears throat> I don't want somebody directly across the road from me, you know, I, uh, <coughs> I get a little hemmed in, it feels like, and, uh, I, as much as I love this valley, it is, it is growing up a little bit, so anyway, it's something to keep an eye on, but I'm still thankful to live here, um, the Burning Daylight c- crew, all of you folks that have listened throughout the years, and howdy there, I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight podcast, you ever wanted to make a podcast? Well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for for podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup was like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, 
that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we, uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and, uh, and funny memes. So, um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also if you want to take your conversations to, uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer answer and polls are the best way to get them talking. You can attach that to your, your podcast there and, and you get your, you get, you know, valuable interactions with your fan, your fans. And uh, <clears throat> with Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. And that's uh, that that is true. Um, <clears throat> I'm supposed to do a testimonial here. Um, but anyways, this is the, the podcast I use or the podcast uh, host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh, they're very good on just letting you do your thing uh, with uh, with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcasts on Spotify, and, and this is uh, this is a great way to get started if you if you have ever thought about starting a podcast. This is where I would send anybody to go. Um, <coughs> Best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for Podcasters app, or you can go to Spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. And yeah, if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast, or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify Podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to Spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. Uh, continue to, to, you know, chop it up with me on social media and, and, you know, that, that keep downloading this goofy shit all the, all the time. Uh, I'm super thankful for you. I think there is an opportunity, um, with this deal to, to turn it into something that I might be able to make a little bit of money at it and, uh, and kind of set me a little bit on the path of just being free from <coughs> the normal, the normal job situation, you know, be able to work a little bit more on my own terms. And, and I think there's a good opportunity, uh, to do that with this show. And, uh, and I, I, I'm very thankful that, that folks like you, uh, keep, keep tuning in and, uh, and supporting, you know, signing up on Patreon, patreon.com slash burning daylight. <coughs> it's where all the live streams are nowadays. And, uh, and you get, you get the the shows a little bit early. You get them ad free, and uh, and that's how you help out the show, and help me uh, help me do some cooler cooler shit. Already already been able to do some cool shit, but I'll be able to do some more, and I'll be able to get out on the road a little bit more and meet some some uh, some people that I might not, <coughs> uh, and and hopefully get up people on the show that I might not otherwise be able to. So. Anyways, uh, I'm I'm thankful for everybody that that continues to support this deal and help me grow in my you know get to my my ultimate goal of just doing this for a living and uh, day working on the side because uh, I like I like to go punch cows. Um, I'm also thankful for my health. Um, I've been <coughs> I've been visiting with Boots quite a bit here lately. Um, more than I, I typically had, um, with him being laid up in the hospital, I figure he, he could probably use, uh, some company from time to time. So I, I try to check in on him and, um, I'm thankful for that, that, uh, being able to get to know Boots and become friends with him. He's, uh, he's quite the character, you know, I've, uh, <coughs> I've been very fortunate to have, uh, quite a few, uh, good good male role models, uh, throughout my life. Uh, I like, uh, uh, quite a few and, and, uh, they've each, um, had their impact. You know, my, my dad, Wes McKinley, he's, uh, I think you guys kind of see how I get my, uh, some of my sense of humor and, uh, way of, way of thinking. Um, but, uh, Clint Mandel's dad had a big impact on me and, and, and boots as well. There's, uh, I don't know, there's just been, more than a handful of, of strong 
you know male role models in my life and that's <laughs> that's more than than a lot of a lot of kids can say and uh and so i i'm i'm thankful for that a lot and uh i, I anybody who who has a good uh male role model in their life you should be thankful for that too cuz <clears throat> boy you can kind of see um what happens when 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 kids don't have a strong uh a good strong male role model uh, uh shit doesn't turn out well uh it really really doesn't so um yeah if if you got a if you got a good dad or a good male role model you know be thankful for that cuz I, I sure am i've got like i said i've got several uh growing up and and you know and as <clears throat> and just living through life there's been uh several guys that i you know as i even as i've been an adult that that I, I really look up to and yeah it's it's a good thing to have and <clears throat> so be thankful for it uh if you got a good wife be thankful for that too it's uh, a good wife will keep you in check but also uh you know stand beside you and and my my wife's my wife sure is a good one i know i'm starting to ramble but that's uh that's what i'm known for right i'm a rambler rambler um you know it's just it's been a really weird like really this whole time since i started podcasting shit got weird you know like when when i started in 2019 like things were kind of still somewhat normal just but it was like trump normal and then 2020 hit and everything went really haywire and we're still kind of i don't know it's it's been a <laughs> it's been one of the the greater times in history to document from a comedy standpoint i think but it's uh it's been wild been really really crazy this whole time that i've been uh doing this this little cowboy podcast but um i'm thankful that we've made it through it all uh for the most part <sighs> like it's been awful for a lot of people and uh you know it, it's just it, it you have to look at it through <coughs> through the lens of <coughs> you know like how many how many people lost businesses how many how many people died over this deal how many people got their lungs blown out on a on a ventilator because they didn't know shit and uh and you're like ah you know i i for the most part i'm not not too much worse for the wear so i've got a lot to be thankful for i mean i've got a lot to be thankful for just living here in the united states and i uh like i feel i feel bad for those those fuckers up in canada um but also i'm thankful that um we are surrounded by two oceans and uh a bunch of pussies to the north and no no offense canada but like yeah your government's a bunch of pussies they ain't going to do shit if we <laughs> if we decided to just roll on through there I, I i don't think i don't think much would uh we would see much uh resistance maybe i could be wrong but i don't know uh, the the feeling I get is there'd be a lot of people, uh, particularly from Western Canada, just joining us. But anyhow, that's all hypothetical. That is um, that's more fantasy because it's it. Yeah. Anyways, um, that being said, I'm I'm really glad. Like I'm not Ukraine. You know, I'm I'm really glad that I was born here in the United States of America. And as fucked up as a lot of our foreign policy is and continues to be and uh <laughs> and as bad as that this stuff is over in over in ukraine the closer we get to a nuclear war is really unsettling um i'm still really glad we're over here not over there i know they can hit us from anywhere but we can hit them from anywhere too and <sighs> i'm not so much worried on the nuclear end quite as much i'm still a little worried about it but if it does come to like a 
like a World War II style war where there's like it's being fought in Europe and it's uh, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of troops sent over there, but I don't see many see much action on this front. Um I think we're I think we're pretty good over here for the most part. Um Yeah, like we they could hit us with some drone stuff, but like as far as like an invasion and occupation, hmm. <coughs> good luck. Good luck. I think we're all right. We're we're good for a while. So, um I'm thankful for that. And um and I'm thankful that we live in a world where a guy with oodles of billions of dollars can just decide to buy Twitter, you know, the worldwide town square, <laughs> just to say like, hey, I don't like how it's being run as a public company. I will give you $44 billion for it, and I'm going to run it my way and make it fun immediately. And... uh yeah, it seems like I'm I'm glad we live in a country that is developed, you know, that's built on you know, no matter how far we've got away from it, it was built on the spirit of the first amendment, which is free speech. You know, like I know that free speech, you know, the first amendment technically by the letter of the law um pertains to to government restriction on speech. Laws that prohibit your speech. But the spirit of the First Amendment is should like it should trickle down to the to the people as well. It's just like that's that's how we live our lives. Is as long as you are not inciting violence, <laughs> as long as you're not causing somebody, you know, financial harm uh, with your words, particularly if you're if it's untrue, you know. But outside of that, outside of causing direct harm you should be able to say what you want uh, without fear of like being canceled or, or thrown in jail. But like, should you have, uh, should you be free from backlash? Absolutely not. Like you should be able to um, respect the consequences that come with, with your freedom of speech. Like there might be people that decide like, Hey, you're not going to work here anymore. I don't like that. That's, you know, I mean, that they're they're dangerous freedom is better than uh you know i guess uh secure you know i guess but what a dangerous freedom is better than uh safe security you know uh, i i would rather i'd rather live free and, and and take that little bit of risk the little bit of danger that comes with it as opposed to just having everything be completely safe, but um, safe and, and secure, but you don't you don't have any of the the joy that comes with the risk and, and danger in, in life. Like there, there's people like they'll never they'll never jump off a cliff in, into into a lake or something like that, you know, or or you know go zip lining or <clears throat> you know what whatever it is. Um, you know, never, never just go throw 20 bucks on, on roulette and say like, ah, shit, what, what's, what's the worst? I'm out 20 bucks, but let's see. I don't know. Just, just for the hell of it. Maybe it's not a good habit to get into. Um, but it, it's, it's kind of fun every now and then just to have, have a little thrill and, and enjoy, enjoy life. Uh, and, and embrace some of the risk that comes with it because, uh, without risk there, there's no, the reward's not very good. Um, and if you gotta, if you gotta risk a bunch of stuff to get something like, boy, it tastes pretty sweet when you get there. Uh, it's kind of, <clears throat> it's kind of like that first time you swing a, a leg over a horse, uh, you know, young horse. And you're just like, I don't know exactly what it's going to, what was going to happen here. There's that brief little moment before your ass hits the saddle and everything's real still. And, Sometimes nothing happens. Sometimes all hell breaks loose, but you never really know that first time. You're just like, as you're sitting down, it could go haywire, it could not. And 
There's a lot of people that'll never know that feeling. But when when you have that uh you have that little bit of risk, and say he does blow into, you get him covered or he bucks you off even, but you get back on him. You get back on him and, and you work on him, work on him, and then like later on down the line and they turn into a nice horse, like was that was that getting bucked off worth it? Probably, you know, unless unless he really buggered you up bad, but was him throwing a, a, a fit worth it? Yeah, obviously. Like now he's a pretty good horse now. So like all, all that uh all the risk uh was worth it. Sometimes that risk doesn't pay off and that, that horse is just a puke. But that that's life. I mean you you can spend eighty thousand dollars on a pickup and it'll shit you right off the lot. Like sometimes that happens. You get a lemon. Uh they're supposed to you know, supposed to fix that for you, but a lemon's a lemon. They can keep they can keep trying to fix it and it'll work for a little while, but a lemon's a lemon. And uh and eventually they're just gonna have to, you're gonna have to get a different one. And and hopefully you don't just lose out completely on the other end, but Shit like that happens. Um, <clears throat> so, like, whether you want to or not, the, the risk in life is there, and you might as well just embrace it a little bit and just know that it's there and learn how to deal with it. Like, that's the road. You never know what the road's going to be. Sometimes the road's big, wide, smooth, easy to go, or then you can get a Nevada two-track, which is a lot different than a, than a High Plains two-track. Uh, a lot different, you know, it's a little, little rougher, a little rockier. Uh, you, there's a reason why all these, all these yokels have a, have a lift on their, their pickup just, just for the clearance, you know, it just, uh, it, it gets pretty, pretty brushy, pretty rocky and, uh, pretty rough. Um, well, that's just how it is though. You never know what the road's going to be. So, <clears throat> be be prepared for a shitty one. Know how to drive on a shitty road. That's uh that's a good skill in life. Um and it's a good metaphor for life. Learn how to drive on a shitty road. Uh you know, there's a there's an old old song, I think it's just kind of a finger picking song, but it's called Forty Forty Miles of Bad Road. And I don't know, I, I guess I, I I'm that'd <laughs> be another thing I'm thankful for. I grew up on on shitty roads. And, uh, so also it's one of those things that once, once I found some real shitty roads out here in Nevada, realized how thankful I should have been to, like, I, yeah, I, I had, I had pretty good roads, you know, uh, comparatively. And, uh, yeah, they're, it, but also I, they weren't, they weren't so good that I didn't know how to, handle a vehicle on on crappy roads you know it's just uh there there's a lot of things you learn about not growing up with a lot that makes you a little bit more equipped for for the road ahead and uh so that that being said like i I didn't have a great childhood but uh it it sure sure as hell prepared me for for how shitty life can be and uh and so I, i don't know Made me a lot more easygoing person. Um, also made me a little, uh, a lot less tolerant of of bullshit. Um, like I don't, I don't get mad at a lot. I just, but I, I just don't, I don't deal with bullshit uh, for the most part. And and uh, and I, I'm, like I'm not, I don't even need to to call it out. I just, I just don't put up with it. I just don't deal with it. And I, I'm, I've been. I guess pretty decent at just removing myself from a, a, a situation that I don't need to be in. And, um, I don't know. And, and part of that's just, uh, comes from, from not a, not a great, not a great, uh, childhood. And, uh, and there, there's just stuff you can't, you can't dwell on and you can't focus on it or it'll just eat you alive. And so you just, you kind of roll with the punches and I've, I'm, uh, I'm thankful for, for being able to do that. Uh, it's not, it's not always the best thing, but I think, uh, by and large, it's, it's treated me, uh, it's served me pretty well, I, I suppose. And <clears throat> no, it, it, uh, I don't know. I guess I've, I've, I've always had that kind of mentality that is like, I know, I know I've been at the best, uh, 
the the easiest of lives, but I know I've far from had it the worst. I <laughs> and I you can always look back. Uh, that was one one thing that um was was pretty unique through uh through youth group and stuff. Some of the like some of the the devotionals and the the, <clears throat> the sermons and whatnot is a lot of it was uh pointing out like the martyrs of the day and how how the the early christian church was was really persecuted and and it was always uh it's always a good reminder like things can get a lot a lot worse and uh and so it's that's one really easy way to just be like yeah, i'm really glad didn't live there like I, i'm really really fucking glad that i don't live in Ukraine or Russia right now. <laughs> like really fucking glad. And I'm 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 very thankful for that. So I don't know. I I know uh coming up on on 40 40 minutes here, so um yeah, I I just there there's a lot to be thankful for and and I, I say a lot of stupid shit. Like I I'm thankful that Kanye asked uh, Trump to be his vice presidential uh, candidate <coughs> in 2024. At least that's <clears throat> the way I understood it, according to Ye's video on Twitter. And as much as I want that to be a real thing, I I also don't because I know like like this is real world and like. It's like it's real serious business, and and I would like serious people to be in charge, um, like serious, not evil people, to be in charge. Um, but at the, in the meantime, we don't. We've got both non-serious and evil people in charge, um, <laughs> or or some combination of both. You know, it's a it's a and or uh, situation there, and. So if that's the case, I mean, we might as well have Kanye and Donald Trump. I mean, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> it would be really hilarious. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I... It's a weird, weird world that we live in. But when you when you stop focusing on what the like the noise is and just kind of think about your 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 own individual life, uh, if you live in the United States of America, shit's pretty good. You know, even if you live in Canada, it's got it's getting worse up there for sure. But shit's pretty good, right? It's not Ukraine. It's not Russia, it's not Europe at all, even you know, and even even Europe, not bad compared to Ukraine. Like Russia, pretty much shut out the lights there in in Ukraine here lately. So, yeah, be thankful you're not over there. That would suck. It would really suck. So, anyways, um, I think that's all I got for you. Uh, you know, it's been uh it's been a hell of a week been uh haven't felt great but uh we're 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 doing better like on the mend and uh the show must go on so uh appreciate you sticking with me through the little hiatus but hey it was it was thanksgiving week anyway so <coughs> kind of standard for most podcasts to not do much um uh, so anyways we're back at it in full force we're gonna be gearing up for the Elko show. So if you, if you got anybody that, uh, anybody out there that would like to donate, uh, some, some handmade goods to, to a raffle for, uh, to raise, to pay these, these artists that we're going to, I'm going to have a, there at Elko, uh, please get in touch with me. Uh, either send me a, a, a DM on, on social media, or you can email me Matt at uh burning dash daylight.com. It's B U, uh, B U-R-N-I-N dash daylight.com. 
uh, matt at burning-daylight.com. Uh, please go join the, the Patreon if you haven't already. Uh, it's the best way to uh, support the show at the moment. I'm going to try to get some merch uh, online here pretty soon, but um, it's <sighs> I'm not a good merch guy. But anyways, um, for right now, Patreon's the best way to uh, to to support the show or you can, I guess on Spotify as well, Spotify, uh, there's paid episodes on there and same, same stuff as, uh, as Patreon. They just, <coughs> but it's on Spotify and instead five, $4.99 a month. <coughs> so <coughs> anyways, best way to help, help me out and, um, be thankful for what you got. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving and, um, we got uh, NFR coming up this week. We're going to do a watch along uh, Thursday night, the live on Patreon. And uh, uh, I'm not sure who all we got going on, but we're going to we're going to do it up. So and and I've checked it out and it does work. Uh, I'll be able to do to just stream it uh, on here and and have a have a couple guests with me to help commentate. So it'll be it'll be a fun time. Uh, looking forward to it. So. Uh, on that note, move your ass. We're burning down. Won't you give me?